Welcome to San Diego News Fix, The Backstory, where we give you a behind the scenes look at our industry and what's happening in our newsroom. I'm Luis Cruz. The Union Tribune was recently honored with 38 awards from the Society of Professional Journalists, San Diego Pro Chapter, including receiving 14 first place awards and top honors for political affairs reporting, responsible journalism, distinguished coverage, and excellence in journalism. Joining me today to talk about the award-winning work from our colleagues are immigration reporter Kate Morrissey, Baja California reporter Wendy Fry, lead video journalist Alejandro Tamayo, managing editor Laura Sacalo, and we begin with editor and publisher Jeff Light. Jeff? Okay, thank you, Luis. And uh, I guess first off, congratulations to all of our award winners for their, uh, their really excellent work. I think to, on today's podcast, uh, we have uh, uh, journalists from the teams who created the Walled Off uh, project, which won Excellence in Journalism from SPJ, as well as the Death of a Migrant series, which won the Saul Price Award for Responsible Journalism. Um, and uh, I guess I'll note also we, we uh, were also winners of the Gloria Penner Award for Political Affairs Reporting and uh, distinguished coverage for, for work we've done on the schools. But um, uh, I guess let's start with this topic of awards uh, uh, themselves. And Laura Sicalo, uh, uh, we were talking just a little bit before this podcast, and I think you've got some thoughts on the, the, the import of awards uh, in the journalism world. So, so why don't you tell me what you were thinking there and we can jump in from there. Well, there's, you know, there's been a lot of discussion through the years about um, the importance of awards, the emphasis on awards, whether journalists spend too much time thinking about awards or um, focused on them. And, you know, I'm interested to hear from our award winners how they feel about it as well. I one of my thoughts is that I I think being honored in this way when it's a jury of one's peers kind of ratifies the value of our work and emphasizes that value in a different way. And it emphasizes it to the broader community uh, differently than the popularity of a story or the readership of a, of a story. And I was thinking of it in terms of this era of assaults on the news media and on the truth mm-hmm. and the value of emphasizing our work and its significance um, in a way that's different to the general community. I think that that's I think that that's important and I think it's important to help kind of solidify our credibility and our brand. And those awards help to do that. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective. Uh, um, so why don't we hear a little bit from our award winners? Uh, let's start with you, Kate Morrissey. What What is your take on uh, this line that uh, Laura is drawing between uh, industry awards and the significance of our work in the community. Yeah, well, I think for me personally, because so many of the stories that I tell, and so 
you know, if we're submitting work of mine for awards, um, it's this work is, is often focused on um, pretty intense trauma that another human has gone through. And so there's, um, there's definitely a tension for me in like being recognized for, you know, something really horrible that happened to somebody else. You know, um, one of the awards that, that, that Alejandro and I won, um, for the SPJs this year was, um, a feature article about, um, two pastors in our community who, who died from COVID. And, um, you know, it was a really sad story, but also a very important story to tell because of the sort of cross border dynamics involved in the family and, and, and sort of the way that the whole community was impacted by the loss of this, the, the husband and wife. Um, but at the same time, it, it does feel really weird to win something for having told a story that's that sad. Um, and, you know, I think the way that I sort of reconcile it with myself is that when we get recognition for a story, a lot of times people will go back and reread it or someone will read it who maybe did missed it the first time because there was other news happening that day or they had something else going on. And with how crazy our news cycle is, like you could write the best story or the most important story and it might get missed. Um, and so I think awards are a way to shine a little extra light on those stories that really need to be read. And so that for me is, is the reason why, you know, I submit things to awards is, is in the hopes that, you know, it, if it is something that's that important that maybe some more people will see it because these, these, you know, people who are in my stories took the time to share those really painful things with me and, and trusted me to, to get that information out to the public. Yeah, it's interesting that this, this uh, issue of credentialing and prioritizing the, the, uh, uh, both the journalists and their work uh, has become a pretty important, a pretty significant issue, right? You know, part of the uh, digital revolution was the flattening of access to information and to power, the democratizing of information. Um, uh, which seemed like a very uh, forward-thinking and liberating moment in the history of information. And now we've found out that there's some problems with uh, the equivalence of providers, and, you know, make, making every, every soul uh, uh, equal in terms of credibility, insight, uh, uh, reliability. Obviously, we know that everybody is, does not have done any footing and i think uh i guess that's what both of you are suggesting is that uh, this helps prioritize our work um uh i'd, I'd like to hear a little bit from wendy on, on that same topic you know both of you or all three of you are journalists who work uh work extensively uh uh in, in, in mexico a, a, a different information environment that we have but uh wendy wait, tell me how you think about uh, the role of these these uh these, these contests and honors. Right, I definitely agree with Kate. That was basically exactly what I was thinking is it's always feels a little awkward, you know, or it feels, you know, you're a little uh, hesitant about 
getting an award and really the story is about, you know, somebody has died, you know, so uh, you, you, you feel that you feel that tension a little bit or that, you know, um, I don't know, it's just a little awkward. Right. But I think the, the way that you, you look at it is this is sort of um, holding up or highlighting not just the individual writer, but the news organization, what did they put, you know, what did the San Diego Union Tribune put their resources towards really bringing to light to the public this past year? And so this is one of the stories that we we really dived into. We spent, you know, several, this, this was an incident, a breaking news incident, a boat crashed off Point Loma, right? And many other news agencies just covered that, just like you would you know, this quite often that we have these uh, boats that come along the coast that have uh, migrants in them. And so a lot of news agencies just do a brief, really quick three, four paragraphs and move on. And this was something that this happened and we wanted to really dive into, okay, why did this happen? How did this happen? Who were these people? And let's, you know, let's put a face and let's learn about their families and about their culture and about why they tried to come here. And I think that these awards, um, you know, really honor some of the stories that some of the people that trusted us to tell these stories, right? Uh, and yeah, so I do think that it is allows people or allows our community, our journalistic community to sort of hold up what is it that, that we think are the important stories to tell. Yeah, uh, and now Alejandro, you worked, I believe, on uh, on uh, both of these stories, correct? It was uh, three of them. So I worked on the uh, Maria story, the story that we uh, went down to Cuernavaca. I worked with Kate in the Tapachula series, um, and then uh, the two pastors. And um, I mean, it's it's kind of unheard, first of all, that um, you have access to travel to these stories um and and i mean it, it wouldn't have been without the ut's help to go down to tapachula and cover this uh or to go down to queretaro mexico city and cover this uh and, it, and again it just wasn't um myself covering these it was with, it was with the the journalists of the ut going to these assignments and and telling these stories sharing these stories and and agree i agree also with kate and wendy um that these are very um, difficult stories to cover, but but what we did and what we brought back, uh, it, I mean, it's awesome that we get recognition for that. Uh, it, it, it truly is uh, uh, a blessing to, that the stories that we that our hard work that we put into these stories gets a gets a recognition. So I am um, proud of that. Uh, and at the same time, um, I'm proud for my colleagues who who also spend a lot of hard time and um, difficult times uh, gathering these stories because these are not um, easy stories to tell. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, both, I think uh, all of these were very, uh, very difficult, both uh, logistically and journalistically, and also uh, just in terms of the the the, 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 the access and the. Uh, the difficulty of, uh, of getting to people. Um, uh, Laura, I wanted to turn back to uh, sort of the other the other perspective on this work and, and uh, uh, talk about the you know the purpose of journalism, right? Which is obviously not to win awards, 
uh, but to empower people through information. And I was uh, reading uh, some material from the the American Press Institute that uh, articulated it this way, the purpose of journalism is to provide citizens with the information they need to make the best possible decisions about their lives, their communities, their societies, and their governments. And I thought uh, you could share a little bit of your perspective on the stories from from this group that won these awards and how they may have empowered people with information about their lives, communities, societies, or governments. Well, I think all three of these stories that we're talking about are great examples of the importance of this work in doing just that, informing and empowering. And as our readers know, and certainly our journalists know, our work on immigration and border issues, uh, we put a lot of emphasis on that work. It's critical to our community. And it's also very complex and multifaceted. And I think all three of these stories did a great job of combining policy information, uh, the status of um, programs that have to do with the government, but putting a human face on all of that. And communicating information in a way that readers maybe have a different perspective on now after reading these stories and people's feeling about immigration policy and the government's role, the government's direction uh, with the Biden administration versus the Trump administration all of that's informed by our reporting. And I think the examples of the people who are personally affected by those policies is an important part of that story that doesn't always get told and certainly doesn't always get told in the way that Kate and Wendy and Alejandro have been able to do it. That to me is critical for people making informed decisions about um, the government's policies and the approach, especially in our community. Yeah, I think if you uh, if you uh, look at that statement from API, there's a little bit of a, a, a hierarchy of uh, of uh, of, uh, of relevance, I guess. So it tells it, the, the, the purpose of journalism is to provide people with information to make the best possible decision about their lives, me individually, uh, uh, their communities, my, uh, my immediate surroundings, their societies, the much broader community, and, and their governments. So uh, I think this is something that, uh, uh, Kate, you and I have talked about uh, uh, in different uh, settings um, uh, over the years, where your work is focused on what kind of society we have, and has a different response than maybe other uh, uh, other beats that are talking about 
you know, my life or my immediate community. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts along those lines. Well, I think, I mean, I would like to think that the work I'm doing is hitting all four of those points in different ways. Um, you know, whether you're talking about, you know, an individual making a decision about migration who might read my story, especially mm. um, given that we translate so many of my stories into Spanish and so many of the people coming to our board are Spanish speakers. I know that those articles get, get distributed in the community there. And I, I think they're equally readers and consumers of news as anybody. Um, and so if they're, you know, reading, for example, Wendy and Alejandro's work about this woman who died on a panga boat, maybe it helps them understand how dangerous that choice is, you know, um, or maybe they understand better, you know, X policy that I'm writing about when it comes to what's going on at the border so that they can make more informed choices for their lives or um, individuals in our community who feel moved to, um, you know, take action to support people in those in those situations and, and interact with them. It gives it gives information to them as well to act as an individual, but also act in community. Um, and then, um, you know, I, I do think uh, because a lot of my work also touches on um, discussion of human rights, discussion of, of international norms and international treaties related to human rights and what that requires of us, what our own government laws requires of us in terms of those, it does get to sort of that, who are we as a society and what choices do we make and, and all of that. Um, and then of course, there's a the government accountability aspect, right? Um, you know, is the government doing what it said it would do? Is the government doing uh, what it's supposed to do under law? Um, and I think, you know, we've done a lot of work to um, to show to show what is being done and and to raise some questions about that. I think Waldorf um, raises a lot of those questions when you talk about the pressure that the United States puts on Mexico to stop asylum seekers from reaching U.S. soil, knowing that if asylum seekers reach U.S. soil under U.S. law, there is a requirement for us to screen them to see if they are refugees. But if they don't make it to U.S. soil, then the U.S. doesn't have to follow that obligation in the same way. Um, and so I, I would say, you know, there's there's ways in, ways it, in which it's, it's interacting with those different layers. Yeah. Um, um. Wendy, I, I was uh, when I think about the stories that uh, you and David Hernandez and Alejandro did on uh, um, the family who, who lost their loved one in the um, in the uh, smuggling boat crash. Um, I, I thought we could close with thinking about like why, from their perspective, did they share their story? I mean, you know, here we're coming from. Uh, many hundreds of miles away uh, uh, from a community very far from, from their home. And we're going to tell the story of uh, their mother, their sister, their daughter, who's died. Why? What, what, is the, what is the greater good? Why are they sharing that story? What was your, what was your sense of working with that? I mean, speaking in the in the overall theme of 
you know, journalists' purpose, journalists, the purpose of journalism is to inform the citizens so they can make informed decisions. You know, we're seeing that play out in Mexico and such a large scale with those violence against journalism and sort of seeing Mexico's democracy, democracy teeter on the edge of are they going to be a full democracy? Is it a is it is it a full democracy? You know, do the citizens feel like they have the right to speak out against their government and not fear retribution or violence in return? And so I think part of the motivation of this family was speaking out against these deadly border policies. And they felt, you know, almost like it's a privilege uh, us U.S. journalists, we have this privilege to be able to tell this story of border policies that are impacting the lives and taking lives of the, of this loved one, you know, of their loved one. And so I think, you know, uh, they were a little bit indignant and outraged of it. They thought, you know, that the Border Patrol had chased the boat to to crash, right? And so they wanted to express their anger over this border policy had taken their loved one and uh, they wanted to show you know their lifestyle and you know how their options were so limited on what what are they going to do the farm work in the in Stockton near Stockton you know it feeds all of California right the ag agriculture uh, industry is completely based on this work that they provide so from their perspective you know, they're not doing anything wrong. They're coming to provide the work that Californians need to feed the, the California, right? And um, so, yeah, so I think that they felt like it was um, very much a privilege that we got to tell the story and we got to express, you know, some of these points about the policy of the U.S. government. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, the role they're giving voice to the voiceless, one of the essential components of uh, of our mission as journalists and uh, and uh, and then and, and then celebrating and recognizing the, the power of that work through uh, th through these um, these juried competitions I think is an important piece of, of helping people to prioritize uh, uh, information in their lives so thank you all and congratulations on your awards I'll turn it back to you Luis. All right. Thank you very much, Jeff. And congratulations again to Kate, Wendy, and Alejandro, and all of our colleagues who won awards. Remember, you can always find our award-winning journalism at SanDiegoUnionTribune.com. That does it for this special edition of San Diego News Fix. Don't forget to listen to San Diego News Fix with Christy Totten for an in-depth look at local stories making headlines throughout the week. You can find San Diego News Fix wherever you get your podcasts. For everyone at the San Diego Union Tribune, thank you very much for listening and for supporting local journalism. Have a great day, everybody.